0: Think checks from home (laughs) sublime Rinehart, heart. I'm a most indifferent guy And I love my baby That's no harm
1: Listening to WETF, the Jazz Station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and thank you for joining us again. Hope you're making a habit of checking us out every once in a while to see what we're up to here at the Jazz Focus. Today, what we're up to is playing the recordings that were made during a brief period of Count Basie's career. This was from the end of 1943 to the early fall of 1944. And why do we focus on that? Well, that was when the great tenor saxophone player Lester Young rejoined the band. Of course, he had been a charter member of the Basie Band back to the Kansas City days, the Reno Club days in the middle 1930s. He came east. With the band in 1936, and he was really their principal soloist until uh, he left in 1941, ostensibly because he uh, didn't want to make a recording on uh, Friday the 13th. That's probably an urban legend, but he did leave because he also had the band leading bug himself, and he led a small band out on the west coast, which didn't do too well. Um, He uh, was consciously trying to avoid the draft. Uh, This was, of course, during World War II. And in December, or November, I guess, of 1943, he rejoined the Basie Band on the East Coast. And that was where uh, the band started a residency at the uh, Lincoln Hotel in the Blue Room, I guess. And uh, many recordings were made during this period, but not for commercial release. This was during the time of the recording ban. And for a long time, it was thought that this band hadn't left any tangible evidence of its prowess. Us. But uh, in the 1990s, especially, some intrepid scholars uh, uncovered some live recordings that the band did for AFRS, the Armed Forces Radio Service, and also for some transcription services. We've done many transcription recordings on this program in the past. These were things that were recorded strictly for radio use. They were not commercially released. And Basie did an especially long session in January of 1944 for the Langworth Company with Issued something like 20 tunes. Uh, he recorded again in May of 1944, uh, I believe for the same company, and uh, as I said, for the AFRS Jubilee broadcasts in 1943. So we started out with one of those Langworth uh, broadcasts from the um, January 10th of 1944, and that was the 920 Special. That was a a tune that Basie had recorded uh, about 1940 that featured his guest star Coleman Hawkins, and taking the Coleman Hawkins uh, place was indeed Lester Young here. We also heard on alto Jimmy Powell, who was a relatively new member of the band. Uh, I'll tell you the personnel in just a second. And then we went to the Harvard Blues, which had been recorded, uh, again, about 1941-42, featuring Jimmy Rushing, as it does here. The initial recording had a two-chorus tenor sax solo at the beginning, done by the great Don Bias, and it was Don Bias who left to make room for Lester Young when he came back. But uh, Lester Young does not take the tenor solo here, it is his section mate, Buddy Tate, with a big, round tenor sound. This was recorded again about six or eight months later, uh, or a few months later at any rate, featuring Lucky Thompson on tenor. Although people have said it is Buddy Tate, but it's definitely Lucky Thompson in that case. But we heard the Buddy Tate version. We also heard some excellent trombone behind the vocal done by Dickie Wells, another charter member of the Basie band. So we're going to move on now to a series of recordings done for these different companies that I mentioned. But let me tell you what the collective personnel is here. We have Harry Edison, Ed Lewis, Joe Newman, and Snooky Young on trumpets. Uh, in the ni- these are in the 1943 recordings for AFRS. When we get into 1944, uh, Al Killian will replace Snooky Young, playing some of those high note trumpet things towards the end of tunes. In the trombone section, we have Eli Robinson, Robert Scott, Louis Taylor, and Dickie Wells. Dickie Wells taking some of the solos. A little bit later, Ted Donnelly uh, replaced Dickie Wells. In the uh, saxophone section, Earl Warren is playing lead alto as he had since 1936 or so. Uh, With him is Jimmy Powell, who does the alto solos, most of them anyway. Uh, Earl Warren does some of the more ballad type solos, and he also was a very good ballad singer, and he was featured heavily on some of these transcription recordings. In the tenor section, we have, as I said, Buddy Tate playing the heavier Texas-style tenor, with Lester Young playing the lighter Kansas City-style tenor. Rudy Rutherford is on baritone sax, also plays some clarinet solos here and there. In the rhythm section, we have Basie on piano, Freddie Green on guitar, Joe Jones on drums. That's three-quarters of the uh, Great Count Basie rhythm section. And on bass, we have Rodney Richardson, who had replaced Walter Page, who was going into semi-retirement. We're going to hear some Jimmy Rushing vocals, and we may hear a Thelma Carpenter vocal as well. And again, all of these taken uh, from various sources between December of 1943 and September of 1944. And uh, that was the point where Lester Young and Joe Jones were both drafted into the service for World War II. And uh interesting recording date happened right after that, within a day or so of their being taken away, and they had uh, last-minute substitutions with Eddie Lockshaw Davis and uh, Gus Johnson on uh, drums, although I think Buddy Rich played drums for a little while. So we're going to move on right now to uh, some of these tunes from the Langworth transcription series. Uh, May 25th of 1944, we have Tush, and uh, tell you some of the composer credits and so forth as we go, and the solos as well. Then from January of 44, we have another rushing vocal on Sent for You Yesterday a very up-tempo version of I Found a New Baby, featuring Lester Young and Jimmy Powell on that. Then, uh, again, from May uh, of 1944, we have Ain't That the Truth with some great Lester Young. And then we're going to finish up with uh, one from the January session called Rockin' the Blues. So all of these are Count Basie and his orchestra with Lester Young and the Personnel from 1943 and 1944. (music) ¶¶ So that was Count Basie's band, circa 1943-1944, featuring Lester Young on tenor sax. And Lester Young came back and did guest shots with the Basie band up until the end of his life, but uh, this was when he was really playing well. This was before his army service. Uh, as I said, he and Joe Jones were taken into the army. Actually, it was in September of 1944, and we have an interesting little snapshot. They did a uh, an AFRS broadcast or recording session on September 11th that uh, Harvard Blues came from, and Lester Young was present there, and then there was another one on September 18th, and he was not, so it was sometime within that week that uh, he and Joe Jones were taken, and I had said that uh, he was replaced, Lester Young, by Lockjaw Davis, that was much later, it was actually Illinois Jaquette who was his first permanent uh, fill-in, and he didn't last too long either, actually, the band uh, did some different things in the 1940s. So we started out with Tush, and that featured Lester Young and the composer Dickie Wells on trombone from the May 1944 session. Then we heard from Jimmy Rushing again, Sent for You Yesterday, a remake of his recording from the 1930s, and that featured Earl Warren on alto sax and Harry Edison on trumpet, as the original did as well. Then the other alto player, Jimmy Powell, was featured on a very fast arrangement of I Found a New Baby, which also came from uh, the January uh, Langworth session, as did Send for You yesterday. That featured Lester Young and the boss, Count Basie, as well. Then we heard a Buster Harding tune and arrangement called Ain't That the Truth, and uh, that featured Lester Young and Count Basie, a nice sort of driving tempo that uh, the band specialized in from the May session. And then back to January for an Earl Warren tune called Rockin' the Blues, which featured uh, Lester Young in the middle and also Dickie Wells. At the beginning, the first alto solo was by Jimmy Powell, and at the end, the composer came in and played the last bridge, Earl Warren. So we're going to go on and hear more. We're going to hear Circus in Rhythm, and that came from the May Session. And uh, that's an interesting tune that's going to feature trumpeter Joe Newman, was new to the band, and Lester Young as well. That was composed by... Uh Freddie Green, actually Earl Warren, another composition by him and that was recorded I think for Savoy Records without Count Basie but with the full band. But here's the uh, Basie version indeed. Then from there we're going to go to I'm going to move to the outskirts of town. Great blues performance. uh, First made famous really by Louis Jordan. Uh, Although Jimmy Rushing had a great recording of that in 1942 and we're hearing Rushing again in 1943. This is from one of the AFRS broadcasts uh, from December. As is the next tune, Andy's Blues." Composed and arranged by the saxophone player and arranger Andy Gibson, and that will feature Buddy Tate on the first tenor sax, Lester Young on the second. We could compare their styles there, along with Basie and Harry Edison. Then we're going to go over to kind of a, a, a classic uh, arrangement from this period, "Rockabye Basie," and that uh, is going to feature, as it did on the original recording, Buddy Tate. So those are our tunes for this set. Circus and rhythm. I'm gonna move to the outskirts of town, Andy's Blues, and Rockaby Basie, all done nineteen forty-three and forty-four by Count Basie and his orchestra.
0: Nobody ooh, Always had right. I'm gonna tell you baby we gonna move away from here I don't want no ice man I'm gonna buy me a Frigidaire When we move Way out on the outskirts of town I don't want nobody Always. buy my own grocery bring them every day that'll stop that grocery boy and keep him away when we move way out on the outskirts of town I don't want nobody ooh, always hanging around right. seem funny honey funny as can be now we've got eight children and none of them look like me that's why I'm gonna move way out on the outskirts of town I don't want nobody
1: I love that version of Rockabye Basie, much more sedate than the uh, Columbia studio recording earlier, and especially the uh, transcription recording that came later on, a couple of months later, that featured Illinois Jaquette really wailing over the whole band. This one was much more uh, groovy, I think you'd have to say, and featured Buddy Tate on tenor sax and Harry Edison on trumpet started out with Circus in Rhythm, composed by Earl Warren. The composer comes in for uh, eight bars towards the end. He played last bridges on a lot of tunes, that was him. Then, in also with that, we heard uh, Joe Newman, uh, one of his early solos with the band. He was uh, a mainstay in the trumpet section a bit later on, but he was kind of, I don't know if he was on a trial basis at this point or not, but he seemed to come and go during this period. And, of course, some Lester Young, too. Then we're gonna. He- then we did hear. I'm gonna to move to the outskirts of town. Another Jimmy Rushing feature from the AFRS um, series from December of 1943, and with some particularly fine Dicky Wells backing up Jimmy Rushing. They were a, a, an excellent duo during this period. And then we heard Andy's Blues," also from the AFRS. Uh, transcription series, and that featured Buddy Tate on tenor first, and then Lester Young a little bit later on tenor, along with Harry Edison and Count Basie himself doing quite a bit of piano playing. So hope you enjoyed this program. This is some... Familiar sounds, I guess you'd have to say, but in unfamiliar bottles. these are arrangements that we know from the Count Basie Band that were recorded for Langworth transcriptions and for the Armed Forces Radio service broadcasts of 1943 and 44. during that short period, less than a year actually, when Lester Young had returned to the band. And this was, a, I think, a high point of this band's existence, and they made no commercial recordings during this period, but we have these transcriptions and so forth to fill in the gaps. So we're going to do two more tunes right now. We're going to hear I've Had This Feeling. I had said Thelma Carpenter was going to make an appearance, and she's not. I'm going to save her for a later show. This will feature a vocal by Earl Warren, who was a pretty good ballad singer. Uh, He also did some lovely ballad alto playing, although on this particular tune, the reason I picked it is it has a short but very telling solo by Lester Young. And so does the next one after that, an up-tempo version of a tune called Let's Jump by trumpet player Al Killian. And uh, that will feature, in addition to Lester Young, the leader, bassie on piano, and the composer, Al Killian, doing a trumpet solo towards the end of the piece. So thank you very much for listening to Count Basie and his orchestra, and you are listening to It With Me, John Clark, and the Jazz Focus on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. And thank you, and tune in again next week.
2: To
3: let you walk off with my heart, my dreams But so was that kid I know by the way my heart leaves that this time I'm playing for key yes I've had like this.